Hi there. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create authentic relationships in our increasingly digital world. Once these youth experience the power of being in community and their vast capacity for connection, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us, but they hope for some good to us, too. Join us here as follow youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, our teens share what they are experiencing as they start a new school year in this time of COVID-19. They openly explore their thoughts and fears, hopes and anticipation as they look toward the school year ahead. In listening to what they share, we hope we can think of ways to better support them. Come along. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm Jasper. I'm Momo. And I'm Conrad. I want to begin by thanking the three of you for coming and talking with me today. It's the beginning of school, and I know with that comes, you know, lots of energy around getting ready. And I really appreciate your joining me as you prepare to, as some of you prepare to go to school, and some of you are already in the midst of school and getting ready to kind of launch into this most unusual year. And at the same time, I'm so glad that we can gather today because it feels like a really important kind of moment in time as you begin this school year, having come off of a crazy spring that was abruptly changed because of the pandemic. And so you've experienced some form of unusual schooling last spring, and then this summer of navigating what it feels like to exist during a pandemic, and that looks different for each family and each individual. And now you're about to start a school year where you, we kind of know some of what to expect, having been in this experience for the last six months. And at the same time, there's a great deal of uncertainty, a lot of unknowns for everyone. No crystal ball is going to tell us even what's going to happen in two weeks. So it feels really potent to be able to sit down with you three and just hear from you what it feels like to live in this time. So as this school year is approaching, or for some of you, it has begun, I would ask you to tell me what you feel like, what's coming up for you as you begin and as you anticipate beginning. I started school two weeks ago, one and a half weeks ago, and it's definitely been a big shift, as many people have been saying just going from the natural human instinct of wanting to be close to people, having to be six feet apart or more is definitely hard and goes against um, a lot of human instinct. So it's kind of like a relearning period that everyone has to go through. Mm -hmm. I started two days ago and I went in person one of the days and online one of the days. And I was actually 
I anticipated it to be like a lot different and like a lot, like a big dramatic change in my mind, but I was kind of relieved because it wasn't that different, I guess, for me at least. Just like the biggest or the hardest part for me was wearing the mask just the whole day. Just like, I don't know if I have a bad mask or like a more sensitive to it or something, but I just was like always wanting to take it off. And I'm sure it's like that for a lot of people. But um, I overall, I think other than that, it felt pretty normal. And I think at least my school did a pretty good job of making it feel normal. And I thought it was gonna be a lot more babysitting of like, don't get too close to that person. Don't get within three feet of that person or whatever. But it wasn't relaxed, but like everyone knew what to do. Everyone was like distancing and knew the safety rules and stuff. So I feel pretty good about how it started off. I'm not really sure what I'm expecting because we don't start till Monday and the teachers have been really bad about telling us what's going on. Like they're sending emails, but their emails are really unclear. And when you like reach out to them, their emails back are really unclear. And I'm enrolled in two different schools because I go to a trade school after I go to regular school. And they're being really bad about what we're doing too. So I'm not really sure. And I'm a little worried about that. Same thing happened to me too. There's a lot of bad communication before it started. I definitely think the first we had like half of a week with half days the first week. Um, it was definitely like a learning curve and the teachers having to nag you, but it will definitely sort itself out. And it definitely has with the few bumps in the road of like people not distancing or whatever, but it definitely, I had some of the same feelings and I kind of went into it just knowing, okay, I've got to be six feet apart and I've got to wear a mask. I don't really know too, too much more. And so, and it definitely sorted itself out, at least for me. Jasper and Conrad, I'm curious if you could capture a moment in time that kind of encapsulates this time. And Jasper, I know you've only been in school for two days, one with virtual, one at school. But if you think of kind of freeze time for a moment of what this going to school feels like, can you describe who's around you? What does that look like? I'd say... The first time in school, the first day or the only day I guess I've had, when I walked out into the hall, and it's sort of that time when everyone's going to class and the halls are like kind of filled, even though it's only half capacity, like in the school. And just like everyone has masks and you'd expect it, but like there's just this first, there's just like half a second where you're like, oh my God, like everything's changed from normal school. And it's just so like, you just, you imagine it, like you imagine how you go out into the hall and it's all normal, except everyone's wearing masks and it just reminds you of the whole pandemic deal and whatever it's I think for me it was more normal at school than I expected but just the mask thing reminded me of of everything going on absolutely that makes a lot of sense just the and it is a little bit jarring because you can't see anyone's faces and their expression kind of reading their eyes yeah yeah that too how about for you Conrad is there a moment that or a image that captures at least what you've experienced so far yeah I think we have like a whole school like meeting in the morning uh, like outside and we all are in like a circle and I definitely think like one of the first few days like one of the teachers who was leading is like we all know this stinks and like it's definitely like a hard thing that we have to get through but like we're kind of all in this together I definitely think that was a pretty powerful moment and yeah it kind of shows that everybody's on one side absolutely and that phrase seems to hold true in so many different situations during the pandemic whether we're all in this together when we're at the grocery store or at a school or just kind of in our day-to-day lives on the roads. So I would be curious to hear what feels most challenging 
so far, and you've all kind of alluded to it. And Momo, it may be about the anticipation or what you predict will be most challenging, but what's hardest? What do you miss? What would you, if you could change one thing about the pandemic, what would you change? I think during school, like, again, the mask, but also just like, when you have the mask on for a little while, you get used to it. And then they'll do stuff like during class, you'll go outside and have a mask break. And it's like five minutes, you just go outside, take your mask off. And when you go back inside and you put it back on, it's just like, I hate the feeling because you go in and you sit down. And for some reason, whenever I sit down, I'm like, oh, okay, now I can take my mask off. And then I'm like, wait a minute. No, I can't. I have to keep it on for another hour and a half or whatever. But it's just, that was, that's kind of the hardest part during school for me. Yeah. Constricting. Yeah. I definitely think the social aspect is a big one. Like, like kind of not being able to be close to people. I think it makes a lot of sense. It's counterintuitive. There is this almost artificial feeling when we have to put this distance between us for this invisible fear or potential sickness. Momo, how about you? Do you have any anticipation of what might be most challenging for you when you get back to school? I'm not really sure what I think will be most challenging. I don't think wearing a mask is going to be that challenging because I already work like 10 hour days and I wear a mask the entire time. So, but I did, I saw my high school posted uh, photos of freshmen meeting their crews today. And I'm just thinking, I'm going to really miss my crew because I don't think we're doing crew in person this year. Crew's kind of like homeroom, but instead of like being in it for five minutes a day or like 10 minutes, you're in it for like half an hour every day and you eat lunch together on Wednesdays for an hour and on Fridays you're with each other for two hours. And I can't imagine what the freshmen are going to do because they can't really do any of the things that crew typically does. So I'm just like anticipating missing my crew a lot because I missed them a lot this last six months already. I want to hear a bit about how you all are socializing. And I, you know, this is in school and out of school, but, you know, socializing looks different during the pandemic. And I'm just curious how you three are finding ways to connect with your friends because there's certainly a hurdle that wasn't there six months ago. I definitely think a lot of my socializing has been outside and just kind of staying outside and doing kind of like sports and stuff and activities away from inside buildings and stuff like that. Yeah. And has that felt different or would you say in the midst of whatever you're doing that it feels pretty normal? It feels, it tries to be normal, but I definitely think in the back of my head, there's definitely like, oh, you can't do this. Don't do that. Definitely just... There is a barrier, even if it isn't like right in my face. Yeah, it's definitely different, but I think that I've gotten used to it. Uh, It's there's sort of like sometimes when I'm still like, oh, I'll go over to their house. And then you have to like just rethink and you're like, I can't go in their house. We have to find something to do outside. And usually that's like a campfire or a like I skateboard every day with friends. So like that feels very normal because wouldn't be doing that inside regardless. But I think that just there's a lot of things you can find to do outside and yeah, it sucks. You can't go in friends' houses and stuff, but like overall, it's not that bad, I'd say. Kind of a reminder of how lucky we are to live where we live. How about you, Momo? I feel like I maybe haven't been socializing as much, especially, I mean, I have like the last like month or so, but before that I wasn't really doing anything. I was staying in my room and like going to work and that was it. But recently, I don't know, the last few weeks, my friends and I have been like hanging out on the docks downtown, but we're like hanging out on the docks and we're like staying at least like three or four feet away from each other. 
So it's really different than it used to be, I would say, because we used to like hang out at the mall or at my house or at her house or like just at someone's house. For sure. And there is something really nice about being in one another's homes that we're missing right now, huh? Yeah. And in the winter, it's going to get a lot harder in the winter because, I mean, can't do half the stuff that, I mean, at least for me, at least can't do half the stuff that I do outside when it's winter. So see how that goes. That's interesting to think about. What do you all think as you look to the months ahead? What do you anticipate is going to be hardest? And I'm curious, both at school as well as outside of school, what, I don't know, we kind of know some, having lived the last six months, we're almost like um, on guard, right? So as you think of the months ahead, what gives you pause or what you know concerns you? I mean, I definitely think it's going to be, I mean, so much has changed in the past week past month even like the past three months so I think definitely like looking towards winter I think I'm trying to keep an open mind and not really think too hard about or spend too much time kind of living there and like just kind of living day by day and not I agree with that a lot like I don't want to think about when there's gonna be a lot of snow on the ground because then can't do a lot of the stuff that I can do now but I think I think that at least my family is gonna sort of like expand our pod I guess and so I can maybe have a couple friends that I'm allowed to have over. Or I'm allowed to go to their house. And I can do that with a couple people now, but just that would be nice in the winter. Absolutely. Kind of anticipating, you know, having lived in quarantine and really sheltered last, you know, when this all began in March in Maine to anticipate what could we do differently safely, right? What gives you three hope as you look towards specifically school? What gives you hope? What are you hopeful for? in the next few months at school. I'm really excited to see my teachers, which is crazy because I didn't really like them that much. Why do you think that is? It's a gr- I love that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess because during our, our Zoom calls were really sad because like, you know, the teachers were like trying to get everyone to talk and like have their cameras on, but no one had their cameras on and we were all had our mics muted. So I'm really excited to see them like be excited about teaching again because they were definitely dreading it the last few months of school. Yeah, it's like a re-energized, right? And appreciation for what we didn't realize we appreciated. I bet they feel the same way, Momo. Honestly, I bet they cannot wait to see you. Jasper and Conrad, what do you think? My hope is that we can just stay open in school as long as possible. I think a lot of people at my school are kind of betting like with the colder weather is going to come going remote. And I hope that we can just kind of rally and stay in school just because I know I know how much the teachers, both the teachers and the students didn't, most of them didn't enjoy being remote. And definitely a lot of us could agree that being remote isn't the best learning style for really anybody. Yeah. So my hope is staying open. It's interesting as you say that because even it's like staying open, it's okay that we have to be six feet apart and we have to have our masks on that kind of nothing beats that physicality of being in person with one another, even with these constraints we have yeah definitely i'd say my hopes are kind of similar like i'm hope to conrad's i'm like hoping that we can stay in school and i hope that like actual school i mean and i hope that at some point we can have full capacity and everyone goes every day but that's my hope and i think that what i actually think is going to happen is very different from that i think that there's going to be either it's close by school or a school or like my school or something is going to have a spread of cases and I think that we're going to be online pretty soon, which is kind of like, I don't want to think that, but 
just like they're not like super super chill at my school about like what we do but they're not like they won't really tell you to stay six feet away i guess and so i think not only because of that just because this virus is so easily spread that there's going to be some outbreak and we're going to be online pretty soon so in this time i know that adults in the world are they are curious and even somewhat concerned about how kids are doing because as resilient as you are, this is the most unusual of situations that any of us, I think, in terms of the world have ever faced. So I'd love to hear from you all to just describe how you are, like, how are you feeling? And what is this like to live in this time? I definitely think being back in school is going to be a huge step towards improvement in terms of anybody's social well-being and just having the social aspect in, in your life and in my life is definitely going to be a big jump in the positive direction. So is that something that feels like it's been hardest missing? Yeah, I definitely think like in the first few months, it was definitely pretty difficult just seeing everybody over Zoom and not really getting to be with people other than people in my house. I would say at first it was like a really hard situation, but over time it's just become like the new normal. So I feel like 10, maybe 20 years from now, it'll be like, that was crazy, but it it seemed really normal at the time. We've kind of adjusted. Yeah, like the normal for us is staying six feet away. But if we like in the far future told our kids like, oh yeah, it was against the rules to be within six feet of someone without a mask, they think that's totally crazy. Right. How are you doing in this time, Jasper? I'm honestly all right. Like, I mean, it obviously changed a bunch, but as my wife said, it's like the new normal and we have to adapt to it. It's not like I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm not going to let Corona affect my life at all. It's obviously going to affect my life and I'm going to follow all the safety precautions. But I think that I've found lots of different ways to socialize and stay like in the loop with friends and in general, just like talking to people. It's been all right. It's been not that bad. I'm curious what each of you would say you have learned about yourself in this time. I learned I really like people. Yeah, I thought I didn't like people at all. It's great to know that, really. Jasper, what have you learned about yourself? I've kind of learned that, like, even though I do like going out and hanging out with friends at night, it's, like, it's not, or, like, I can be alone with myself, and I can, like, enjoy my own presence and just chill alone. Like, I don't have to always be with friends. I think that's been more brought to my attention by this this whole thing. Yeah, I'd say I'm kind of a mix between you two. And I think definitely I found like that I enjoy being like alone and doing things by myself. But definitely there comes a time where I want to be with friends and I want to be with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious as we look to this time right now, and maybe this is looking ahead, but I think there's something that we can stay in. I appreciate you articulating earlier the notion of presence. What are the silver linings of this? Are there silver linings of this pandemic? Definitely. There's like, it all depends on your perspective. And I'd say that there's a lot of silver linings, even if like you overlook them every now and then. Like we live in an age where social media is literally at our fingertips. So it's not as hard as it would have been like, I don't know, 20 years ago to stay in touch with the people you care about. Such a great point. Yeah, I definitely think that like kind of before this all struck, I think people kind of are taking things for granted, whether it be having nice weather, you can be outside or 
having a technology so you can connect with family or friends. I definitely think that, at least for me, it's brought to my attention how much I take for granted and how much the little things matter. And I agree with that. And I think we've actually gotten pretty lucky with when this started. It started in March and we had like, I don't know, quarter of a school year and a whole summer. And like if it started in the winter, it would be it would have been a lot harder because like there would have been so many less things we could have done outside. It was it's just like I think we've gotten lucky of where it was placed and also this summer specifically, it's been a lot less rainy than other summers, I think. I think I heard that, but I think we just got lucky with that and we probably would have taken it for granted if this hadn't happened. So as you all think about this time and sharing your perspectives of what it's like to live in this time and what it's like to go to school now in this time, anything that I haven't asked that you think would be interesting for other people to hear, just like a teen's perspective of life today? I think it's interesting that like before the summer came around, everyone was like, it's going to be gone by the time summer starts. We were all just like kind of hoping it would go away on its own. And the fact that it didn't really uh, lets us see that it's like we have to follow these guidelines and like we have to do what we're supposed to be doing instead of just hoping it will go away on its own. Some life lesson woven in there, I think, right? Patience, resilience, sprinkled with a little bit of humor, maybe. I'd say it's all about how you look at it. Like you can choose, like you can't choose the circumstances, but you can choose to have a good opinion on, or a good uh, attitude on whatever's going on. So if you think about it and like, oh, everything sucks. I can't go, I can't hang out with friends. I can't, I have to wear a mask in school, like whatever like that. I think you're not going to have a fun time at all. But I think if you go at it like, okay, what are the silver linings and the good things about this? Or what can I deal with? And like, what's like, this is manageable. Like, how can I get around this and stuff? It's just all about how you look at it. I think it's definitely kept people on their toes. And I think for me, just not knowing what's to come and what the future holds, just kind of living the day to day on a day to day basis. It's definitely been an interesting thing that before I was like, I definitely aspired to do, but now it's definitely been like, okay, now you kind of have to do this. So almost a resolve of like, okay, this is it. Yeah. I also wonder if you all can share how adults in your life can support you. What do you want from us? I think one thing for me, I don't know if it's, this just applies to me in the group, but I don't know. Do you guys know what discord is? Yeah. Like I, that's like sort of a way of hanging out with my friends for me. I'll go on discord and play games on Xbox or on my laptop with them. And it's basically just like hanging out with them, but you're all like at different houses and you're not sharing germs at all. And I think it's great for parents to understand that even if you're just on your phone or if you're on your laptop or doing something, you're still socializing and it's another way of socializing and they may not realize because it wasn't when they were kids. So I think understanding that and understanding that your kids aren't just, spending their whole day on their phone it's just sort of like a it's just another way to socialize a way of connecting with teens in time yeah yeah conrad or momo what would you like to say to adults in your life (laughs) i agree with jasper i definitely think like part of modern day 2020 is that technology is like a is a thing and many people use it to communicate and like connect yeah because you can't in person as much huh yeah and especially nowadays Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure. I mean, all the adults in my life have been like really patient. They've been cool with whatever I'm doing lately. So I'm not sure how I would answer this question. Maybe keep doing what they're doing, huh? Yeah, I guess. And I think it's sort of a hard question to answer because 
this is the first time we've literally any one of us has gone through something like this. So we don't know how to support kids. Right. And there's not like a set standard like there is with parenting and stuff like that. Like, you know how to support your kids and there's like resources and things you can look at and just like examples of when it worked well. Like there's no examples of when, how to raise a kid during this like worked well. It's just, it's sort of all new to everyone. And maybe there's something, I really appreciate that. Maybe it's an extension of what good parenting is. It's letting, you know, listening, being open-minded, not assuming we know just because we've been kids. Yeah. Uh, that the experience is the same. And what support you'd like from your friends? What would be helpful for your friends? What would you say to your friends? Or maybe you do say to your friends that would help you feel good in this time? I'd say just having them be understanding of your, because everyone has different rules for themselves. I feel like at least I've seen that with my friends. A lot of them are like, oh, or some of them at least are like, I'm not going to social distance. I'm not going to do this and that. I'm, I don't want to wear a mask, but I will, like, whatever. And I think it's helpful to understand. And you can still be friends with someone if they're like not wanting to get within six feet of you or wear a mask around you guys or whatever. Like you have to just understand that maybe their parents are high risk or something like that. And just, it's helpful to understand that from their perspective. Yeah. I was definitely thinking along the same lines, like kind of respecting boundaries. That's the biggest thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. I agree with that. I feel like the most important thing when socializing with your friends is respecting their boundaries and having them respect yours. I love that idea because I think it can carry over after COVID and maybe that it just, that this time is giving us a chance to voice our needs in a way that maybe is heard a little bit more because people recognize the seriousness of what's surrounding us. And so to be able to gain skills in asserting ourselves and saying what's important and what we want and carrying that over even when there isn't a pandemic would be terrific. I'm sitting here so admiring of the three of you and the optimism and the just this, the positive way you are approaching a really, really hard time. And it doesn't feel like you kind of have your heads down and, and you're reluctantly going through life. It's that you recognize that this wasn't anything anybody did. And it's something we can't control. And yet there are lots of different choices we have in how we live in this time. And the choices the three of you are making in the ways you're living your lives is really inspiring. It makes, it gives me hope, not only that we're going to make it through and be fine on the other side, but that we will be and our society will be better for it with people like you who by, you know, in a year or two, are going out in the world. And no matter if there's a pandemic or not, that the three of you are showing us how to live life well. And I really, I mean that I really appreciate all that you shared today and how you are experiencing and navigating this really challenging time. Yeah. So hats off to you. And it wouldn't be a volo conversation if we didn't end it with a single word that describes how you're feeling right now, today in this time and in this moment following this conversation. So we'll just go around and I'll ask you to think of a single word or two if you want that captures how you're feeling. Ready. Flowing. Hopeful. And gratitude. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? 
We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.